Actually, if there had been like a, a Clarissa Sabrina crossover movie, I would probably watch that as well. <laughs> Where oh, a yeah. cool, funky teenager meets a teenage witch who is slightly older than that cool, funky teenager. No, it, yeah, it would have to be Sabrina and a, the witch with the with Alex Mack because they both have meals. They have both like not meals. They both have powers. I read the word meals when I was talking. Seriously, meals? They both have meals. Man, I'm about to have a superpower later. I mean, a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. It's hard trying to read while you're talking. <laughs> really, I don't have that porn site problem at all. <laughs> Check this out. Good morning, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We're a good podcast about bad books and movies and TV and things. This is episode number 273. We have now done as many episodes as the number of degrees below Celsius that is absolute zero. Whoa. Oh, finally got it. That's like a good or, number. Like, they've that's, all that's been good up. numbers. Yeah. You know, <laughs> okay. 273 is also the degrees in Kelvin that water freezes. What? Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Also, uh, I think it's cool that a scientific fact was named after a, a vodka brand. I think that was pretty good of them. Yeah, to get worked yeah, in definitely. there. Yeah, w- that came first, surely. Yeah, <laughs> absolute zero. I don't know how you actually pronounce that vodka brand. Speaking of things that are ice cold, this week <laughs> we're talking about the show, T- the TLC show, Four Weddings. We watched episode two dot ten, three dot two, and five dot oh five. So we got a nice sampling of over the years as their budget increased. And so did the craziness of their weddings. I like that we picked these episodes completely at random, and I'd already seen one of them. Really? Which one did you see? 2.10 was one of the ones I I saw before. Which one was 2.10? The first one I watched was the, uh, it's the one where all of the, it's it's the one with the ponytail guy. Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, that guy was, I I thought it was Tim Robbins from High Fidelity. (laughs) Yeah, it was. was, Tim Robbins from... That's exactly right. And he was marrying a 21-year-old. And their wedding cost like $80,000 because, quote, he never says no to me. That relationship's going to go I, well. Oh, boy. There was, there was, so I watched all these with Sarah, and, like, we both kind of, like, every time they tried to kiss, like, she, like, pulled away or, like, <laughs> just, like, sort of, like, leaned back. She really? He was yeah, so yeah. gross. No, 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 not like cute. that. On my terms. My terms. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice that at all, but that episode is crazy. And it's one that made me really uncomfortable the, f- the first time, so... Uh, I actually thought the other two were more fun. I only watched what? I only watched a couple of these before, but I watched them just in hotels. I like skipped by. I found them on accident, uh, and I was disappointed I mean, in call, these three because none of them had my favorite in. thing, which is where they open the envelope at the end and they're like, "You're going to oh South Africa." That well, was kind of Amsterdam. No, they seemed happy about Amsterdam. I mean, I feel like that was the less that was the that was the least exciting one of all of them. Yeah. Well, it was the least honeymoon, but, they weren't but that it fun. seemed really cool. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I'd very go. cool trip. I'd be happy to go to Amsterdam. What I'd not be happy to do is get married in South Florida, but I'm sure <laughs> we will talk about that. South Florida weddings <laughs> are loud. Can, can can I just say, Colleen, these were totally watchable and did not ruin my night at well, all. I, I actually enjoyed these quite a bit. Oh, uh, well, really? it's a wonderful show. I had yeah. some serious problems, but I'm sure we'll be getting into Well, that let's shortly. talk about that, for that first, actually, uh, Colleen. Uh, so this is your choice. This is your guilty pleasure. Uh, Colleen, why did you pick this show? Have you been in a lot of hotels recently? No, I, w- I watched a lot of Chopped when I was in the hotel. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, it's a good hotel show also. It's, it's really good. But, uh, no, I just love this show. I love complaining and hearing other people complain. and that Really? Yeah. You just like it because of the complaining? I mean, it's kind of that's kind of what it is. This is like uh, like Salty Brides, the show. Yeah, Salty is a good word for it. But it's, it's also surprisingly like similar sailor? to Real Weddings. It's it, the the show really should just be called uh, Three Weddings That Are Not Yours because that's yeah. really their main problem with every <laughs> yeah, wedding. Yeah, why, why did TLC not go for that, Alex? I wonder. <laughs> it's such a better title. All right. Well, so uh, if you want to force us to watch your guilty pleasure or your hotel watch or any such thing, uh, you can force us to watch anything pretty much. Go to readdishweep.com, sign up on the mailing list. we got new episodes coming in January and a slightly new system for getting on board and uh, sponsoring an episode. So you have to go to the mailing list now to find out what it is. And you can also, if you're interested, you could also, while you're there, go to readdishweep.com slash meetbuddies and sign up to become one of our wonderful sponsors. Let me 
introduce you to the panel. I'm Alex Falcone. Uh, you can you can find my website at alexfalcone.ninja. That's new. Seriously? Yeah. It's the old, it's, it just redirects to my old website, but I bought alexfalcone.ninja, and I'm really happy about it. Were there any other dot dot somethings that you were like? There are a lot at? of great like ones. A... There's so many funny dot dots right now. I wish there was. I was hoping there was a dot meet or dot buddy because then I was going to buy the other word meet dot buddy is or buddy a... dot meet. But we don't. Neither of them is, exist. Is there a dot cone? No, there's not a dot Perhaps? cone yet. Because it could be alexfal.com. Yeah, that would be fun. Uh, or or alexfalk dot one. Yeah, it's not that either. I checked for a bunch of these. Uh, I, I keep on going backward, get, getting more or less letters. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, how much time do you have to do this? <laughs> uh, there, anyway, there's a bunch of crazy TLDs right now. <clears throat> Nerd alert. Uh, but anyway, uh, Alex Falcon, not Ninja, that's me. Also joining us today, he's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter in Brooklyn, New York. It's Mr. Chris Smith. Dear Alex, I promise to always make you soup when you're <laughs> sick. And I promise to try to eat my vegetables so I can get more dessert. I... And also, I promise to do your laundry before you run out of underwear. That's right. I'm making that a promise in front of all these people. So if you ever run out of underwear, uh, I've failed as a spouse. Uh, that's not that cute. I liked the first two, though. Um, it I... sounds like a challenge, though, for, for him. Is like, well, I'm just going to, like, you know, soil myself nonstop. <laughs> like, uh, what, what's the incentive, right? Like, to not soil yourself. Yeah. You know, the underwear's Are you done. suggesting she's creating a moral hazard in these wedding vows? <laughs> Absolutely, man. Yeah, it's an artificial surplus in the underwear economy. <laughs> I guess I have this problem where people write things they think are cute at the time instead of promises they intend to keep forever. Mm-hmm. And laundry is one of those things that you're probably going to slack off on, you know? <laughs> Do you really have a problem with this? Because I'm pretty sure Ezra vowed sandwiches. Yeah, but his he has he lives a sandwich lifestyle. That's not... <laughs> well, he does now, it's but in, like, right? that's, that's going to work. That checks promise. out. What if he's 50 yeah. and he like, all of a sudden can't eat bread? Uh, no, no, there's no. a lot of ways to make a sandwich, man. Yeah, there are. There are zero options. ways that are not bread. They're not sandwiches. Oh, oh yeah, I would. I would take a lettuce wrap sandwich as a sandwich. That's a lettuce wrap. That's not a sandwich. You've broken no, no, your like vow because style. of you know, words having meanings. I, I would count <laughs> most things you can hold in one hand and like eat cleanly. Anyway, there's a whole book on sandwiches. Alex will go through it. Chris got me. Got it for me. It's great. <laughs> Anything you can very, hold in your hand and eat definition. cleanly is a sandwich. So an ice cream well, cone is a sandwich. But a an ice cream sandwich, sandwich is definitely a sandwich. And that does not have bread. <laughs> Nailed it. Just Thanks, think, buddy. I just think you're making, <laughs> Nailed it. making some long-term promises you might not be able to keep. I liked the well, lady who I said mean, she's gonna, she promised to always try to catch bigger fish or kill bigger bucks. Uh, yeah. Until the world runs out of fish yeah, exactly. and animals. <laughs> some weird, there's some weirdness with that one. Uh, Those also, people are going to hunt Florida clean, I tell you, man. Also joining us in Northern California... He likes to hold something in his hand and eat it cleanly. It's Mr. Ezra Fox. Uh, you know, uh, the story of when Alex and Chris actually first met is is interesting. Uh, Chris couldn't talk. Alex was hungover. Alex yeah. was hungover. Yeah. <laughs> but they fell in love. All right, this story will go on for another 45 minutes, right? <laughs> I hope you guys are comfortable sitting in the hot sun. <laughs> I, I have mixed feelings. I like people telling their histories. Mostly I just have a problem with things that people think are jokes that are not good jokes. Maybe that's just mm. a professional It actually does cover a lot of your dislikes in the world. It does, but the, yeah, they were like, they thought it was so cute to say that she, that he was on drugs and he was hung, she was hung over, and that's not super cute. <laughs> Currently on drugs. Formerly on drugs. <laughs> Sometimes it's about yeah. the facts and not about what's cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just the facts. We'll need context. Priest. Well, so she's the in charge of this guilty pleasure. Please welcome back, Colleen. I uh, I did actually prepare some vows, but unfortunately my cell phone has died, oh. so I won't be able to read them. <laughs> that is not. So I gotta say, guys, that is not a classy move in my book. Not a classy not, not move. A uh, although I like that he wrapped his his so that she had the pressure of rhyming. <laughs> I'm, I do want to show up, yeah, the spouse, like, kind of beforehand. I'm just like, like, here, I, I made a, a Fabergé egg spelling out my vows. I don't love you. I lust you. That's a weird start to vows. Was was that in the, was that the first line? That was the, the opening of his rap. And she well, made a weird face, especially because they were like, because he just said he didn't love her during his <laughs> wedding I know, vows. he opened with that. At least close with that. That's a pretty dramatic thing to reveal. Where do you go after yeah. that? You need the I rest of the vows to absorb that. I guess that's or you just like hope they forget about it. Yeah, right. Just just a stream of words. I I mean, look, you're a rapper, maybe, 
but not necessarily during your wedding vows. I don't, yeah. Alex. You do not get to turn off your rapperness. All right. I don't know what you what do you know about rapping. But I, from what I, I didn't I do like a tight five of stand up during my wedding vows. There are times when you're maybe working. You're not a, a, maybe you're not a real tight five then. <laughs> All right. Let's. Uh, we'll get into more rules about weddings here in a second. Uh, Let's uh, let's find out what this show is all about. In case you haven't seen it, in case you haven't been flipping oh through TLC, and we're between uh, L- Little Person, Big Fridge, whatever that show was. Uh, <laughs> I really hope they don't hear this and make a show out of that, Alex. Uh, that was, TLC that, will do almost anything. I'm confused. I think I'm confusing the actual TLC and this parody <laughs> of TLC that we posted after one of the episodes we watched last time for TLC. What do we? In case you're between episodes of I didn't know I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 something else about little people. Anyway, Chris, say you're in a hotel. You're watching this. What do people expect? Please summarize in the style of a pretty fun farm girl. Yeah. Okay. Oh, not really a farm. Okay. More of like you a, a she swamp. Was fun? Country. That's good. Yes. <laughs> Country to swamp. Country girl. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I was just flipping through on on the boob tube, and uh, <laughs> and flipping through and the and the clicker. Country and I got girls to TLC. do say that. <laughs> what? It's a really common uh, country girl phrase. <laughs> yeah. Boop, yeah, boop. don't you know? That's how we all talk out here. I don't know how all you talk. Uh, I'm going to stop this. You're continuing your dominating streak of summary styles, Chris. Don't You don't have to stop. You're doing great. This is seven for seven. We, ridic- we ridicule whenever we, try, whenever we try something, and then whenever he doesn't try something, we also make fun of it. We're, like, we're not really teaching him good habits. Well, right? it's win-win for you, I guess. <laughs> Everybody wins, except Chris, but everybody wins. Well, I had a good run. I'm sorry for everything. So, Four Weddings uh, is a show about four brides who have never met and are usually from vastly different backgrounds and would never be friends. And they invite each other over to their weddings because television. And then they all rate each other's wedding on overall experience, dress, food, and location. That's right. Her dress is worth as much as everyone having a great time. (laughs) And the it's winner uh, so they all rate each other's and the, the best overall scores uh, for all four categories wins a $10,000 honeymoon somewhere that the show decides and uh, everybody uh, who attends the weddings of other people is pretty catty and it's a lot of oh I wouldn't have done it that way and it's kind of wonderful to hate watch this show um, there's there's just so much going on all the time and there's usually one girl who's the bitch who will just speak out about everything and she's just got the most expensive wedding usually yeah yeah um so and that's that's really the show i mean we could really get into it but we followed uh you know one set of four from south florida two sets of four from new york Mm -hmm. uh one was very culturally different and the other in new york was very uh budget different and so they usually try to get a spectrum yeah well and you mentioned that they were like not the kind of people would be friends and that is like the most deliciously evil part of the show is that in the intros they usually do they show somebody saying something like I just only care about weddings that are super organized. I hate weddings that are thrown together. Slam cut to next bride. My wedding is kind of thrown together. They just yeah. they just put you right up against somebody you won't get along with on purpose. But they do. They... Yeah, or someone's like, I'm spending $70,000 on a very traditional wedding. And, so, and this other person's like, well, I don't really like weddings, so I'm having a Halloween party. Yeah, my genre of bride <laughs> is anti-bride. Yeah, it's, we had a couple of those. It was nice to watch it in, yeah. like after Top Chef because you kind of see like, oh, you don't really have a concept for this dish, you know? Like he's like, the, one of them was just like Asian. It's yeah, like that, Asian inspired. That's, not, that's, that's not, a concept. Like, well, in Florida, Asian is a theme. I guess <laughs> it, that one may be pretty uncomfortable, but we can get into that in a second. More or less than the Native American themed one. Well, here's the thing: the guests didn't realize that there's a difference between the Native American stuff and the um, like the Japanese Japanese stuff, stuff? That they didn't know about. So like. They didn't realize it was racist, at least. Or, or cultural appropriation. <laughs> yeah, both of those were strange for the cultural appropriation. Uh, also, I just, like, it, the idea of taking someone else's culture and thinking of it as a theme for your wedding is so strange. What goes That's on in your really, head before really that strange. happens? We've never been to yeah. Asia. We just like the... Uh, uh, uh. All right. You just have steam trays of generic Chinese food. Chris. Here we go. Yeah, and one of the other brides loved it because she was like, I love Chinese food at a wedding. <laughs> well, I like, do that's love a, Chinese She's food. thought of that genre before. Yeah. yeah, she seemed really worried about like getting the caterer's phone number so she could get takeout later. <laughs> I so I wish steam tray had been the, the theme of the wedding because I would have liked to see how they, <laughs> like, <laughs> they could flawlessly. Like, like steampunk, but just with caterers kind of, you know? <laughs> 
<laughs> let's uh, let's say something nice about it uh, before we continue to diss on it. Let's do a compliment sandwich. Colleen, as the guest, you have the right to go right to go first or last in the opening compliment. Yours can all be compliments all day, but you still have to do a specific one here. Uh, which do you prefer, first or last? Oh, I'll go last. Okay, okay great. As, yeah. I don't think you've gone no, first. I'll, in a while. I'll go for it. First, I give this show a seven out of ten. Because while I liked the food, <laughs> that's a pretty high score when you're trying to win. Yeah, it's actually, yeah, that actually is. I, I don't think we saw anything above an eight. We saw eight. one eight. One eight. I think she just somehow yeah, was like one over by like the castle or something. I don't really know like how she like. There's also a lot of people who say like I'm giving this wedding a five because I had a great time and the food is really good, but her dress was a little too poofy. Yeah. Like five, and then a bunch of reasons why that's not a good. <laughs> Basically saying I'm giving them a five because I'm afraid mm-hmm. they're going to win. Yeah, yeah. And I deserve that honeymoon. To mystery place. Yeah. The thing I actually did like about this show is that they did an okay job of getting along with each other. Like I was expecting way worse, honestly. Like did, we led you to believe there was more saltiness. Yeah, I mean, I, I well between yeah, the brides, between the bri- yeah, because like, the- they all enjoyed hitting on a, the wedding together, like three at a time, and like. All in all, like I felt like it, w- it was much more camaraderie than I was expecting. Basically, like they're always teamed up against the outsider, <laughs> yeah. and then just rotate. Yeah. But what's weird is at the end when there's a winner, then like it's basically the only people there to congratulate you are the three people who didn't win. Yeah, and so they pretend to be happy for you. But I really wanted to see more of like, you bitch, my wedding was so much better. <laughs> they they always like look to the other three brides and go, I'm sorry. <laughs> I yeah, won, I guess. I'm sorry. I'm really happy. Oh, I'm so happy. I deserve this. Right, guys? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that part is super awkward. But yeah, they do generally get along while they're at the other yeah, wedding. Yeah. I mean, because you're like, we're the only three people who know nobody mm-hmm. and who are not, who don't care about this person at all. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's like just, it's like three dates got, had to sit at a table together without the people they came Yeah, they're with. like, well, let's make the most of it. Yeah. And they do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're pretty fun. Uh, there are some meaner episodes of this for sure, right, Colleen? Oh yeah, I was. A, well, I was happy every once in a while. You get one of the episodes where they're actually like super nice and supportive of each other. Like it's ridiculous and super boring, <laughs> <laughs> but we we definitely could have gotten uh, a little bit more exciting ones. There's some girls who are just like, "That wedding was terrible. I deserved it. I spent three hundred thousand dollars on my what, wedding." What is the most yeah. you've seen someone spend? I have no money left over. Is that? I believe the most anyone's ever spent on the show is one hundred and seventy thousand. Wow, that is so much money. So let's. Do you want to do this right now? Let's talk really quick about the about the influence of money in the show. Because I tracked down a blog post from a, a math nerd uh, blog where he TiVoed every episode of the show and calculated all of the oh, cool. like took all the amounts of money and then calculated the amount of money. To, he wanted to find if there was a correlation between sure, how much you sure. spend and how you, how many like you are to win. Because everyone seems like it seems like it'd be unfair. You spend a hundred thousand dollars. I spend five thousand dollars. You're going to win every time. And it turns out there's almost no correlation. There, wow. if you if you do it in absolute nice. dollars spent, there's a very small correlation. But if you do it in dollars spent per guest, there's almost none. Mm. So if you look at like money spent per guest, there's like the, the cheaper weddings are just as likely to win as the more expensive weddings. Well, yeah, because there was that one girl with the ponytail guy that spent like. 80 grand yeah but the entire like but then her uh, her bouquet was late so she obviously had a really shitty wedding <laughs> right and, and the fireworks she may or may not have been right so how can you give her no they weren't that? they they planned it to have it a yacht reception during a night where there were fireworks in new york that seems like what happened but she took credit for well, it she was like oh maybe yeah. those fireworks were for me maybe she well she planned it she did all the planning i watched so. one with megan a while back that was like a hundred twenty thousand dollar wedding and it was like they had their faces projected on the lake like it was just the thing is over a certain point there's almost no return for the dollars spent. The stuff. Yeah, you run out of money. You you run out of things to waste. Exactly. Money on. There are like there are good uses of money, and I I think probably if you were to measure the the effect of money between like ten and twenty thousand, you'd probably notice a lot of good improvements because that might be the difference between your your friend catering it and you getting a real caterer, or between a bad caterer and a great caterer. But like mm-hmm. above twenty grand, you're just getting a lot of bullshit. You're getting a lot of like monogrammed ceiling tiles and just stuff that no one cares. <laughs> Wait, wait. Talk me through that one more really quick. <laughs> well, one of the things they do, so the more it... expensive wedding you go to, I've seen this in person, too. They put their initials on more things. That's like one of the things you can spend money on. <laughs> yeah. so these napkin rings have tiny engraved letters with an ampersand between them. Like, you just monogram everything. 
<laughs> oh yeah, it's, it mostly goes to ampersand. It did, and no one has ever been at a wedding and was like, you know, I was a little worried. The DJ wasn't very good. The food sucked. But boy, those initials. Well, you could be like, huh? The cheap version of the wedding, like this napkin says, like you know, like butt paste on it. But like the fancy version of the wedding, the napkin says like A and J. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. That doesn't like that's that that's a. That, I would rather eat from that nice napkin. I think the other thing, and this is not necessarily supported by the math, but my gut from having watched the show a few times and been to a bunch of weddings is that over a certain amount of money, it means that you're less fun of a person. Than, yeah. yeah, but don't you feel like those people like? It's more important that money be like siphoned away from them and into better places. <laughs> you mean like, like caterers? Uh, like, so like that's a positive that thing. Guy? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for society, it's sure. It's kind. Of, it's nice. Like it's kind of like the system works a little bit, you know. I mean, like, I like it with caterers. I'm not great on it. Like with napkin people. Like there are a lot of people in the wedding industry who I don't think don't, deserve don't you more think money. Napkin people will put that money to better use. In the well, they might just put it. To will they, or will they just keep company? We had to get yeah. more money to maybe one day we'll do something nice. <laughs> to maybe one napkin day. Napkin buyers. Hmm. Yeah. A lot of the people who have really expensive weddings are also just really stuffy, and they're interested in, like, shows of money and less in, like, having fun and connecting with their guests. So there's a kind of, like, forced creativity that a $10,000 wedding has that a, a 40000 might not have, is my theory. I, I think we might have one compliment down so, so far. <laughs> no, we did, too, because you went. Uh, wait, no, wait, it was just you. I went, oh, you first. went first. You never first. All right, I'll do a qu- real quick one. My super quick compliment is that uh, the zookeeper in episode three point oh two high fived a red panda. Best moment of television I've ever seen. Yeah, that was pretty. No, great. that was pretty good. Red pandas are the best I, animals, and high fiving a panda is a super fun activity. Good for her. I I liked I liked her. All right, she, yeah, she she liked Halloween. She um you know then later had a good time at the other wedding despite having her arm in a yeah, sling. Yeah, uh, because inexplicably. Oh no! She oh she did say it was a horse. Yeah, a horse kicked her because she like wanted to go one way and it went the other way. <laughs> um, yeah, I liked her. Not shockingly, her Halloween themed wedding did not go over great with the other wedding themed wedding people. Yeah, God, with everyone else who looks like princesses. Yeah, yeah, they were like, I don't get the skull and crossbones thing. <laughs> I love that her dress was white. That's what everybody kept saying. They were like, Well, I like that her dress isn't Halloween themed. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> lowered the expectations. I liked her, uh, uh, Chris. Major compliment. Yes. Um, so uh, earlier I was ragging on Asian as a theme because yeah. it's a terrible theme. It's not a good theme. But they did have a paper lantern ceremony where they released beautiful mm. paper lanterns up into the sky. And it it was – it was I like it. It reminds me of Frozen and it's, I liked it's it. It's beautiful. Wait, wait. Are you sure? Wait, wait. Sorry, sorry. Chris, I wish I, wish I could, didn't have to correct you. It was Tangled. Oh, Tangled. Oh. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I forget which well, adorable animated non Tangled movie. reminds him of Frozen, so it's a two degree. <laughs> okay, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah no, you're right. I'm back on board. Yeah, they're, they're the same. It was a beautiful thing. I really love those. But on the other hand, it's not going to fly forever. And basically what you're saying is, here's somebody, have some trash from the sky. Yeah. No, 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 it probably burns up at some point, right? I'm pretty sure they spent some money on uh, a spotting and pickup crew, or at least that's what I'm telling myself. Yeah, I hope I so, because probably not. Probably someone's just like, <laughs> this not paper lantern just landed in my backyard. No, but Alex, Alex, what goes up stays up. It stays up and right? it's fine forever? Yeah, that's a <laughs> yes, that's the, the classic read it and yeah. weep motto. <laughs> or it was South Florida, it was already trash. Oh! Zing. Oh. Uh, Colleen, major compliment. Yeah, I'll stick with the uh, Asian theme situation. Your, for your, your compliment is going to be Asian themed? Yeah, it's an Asian themed compliment. <laughs> Have a piece of sushi. Um, but at that wedding, they gave those like sesame balls out as appetizers, Ooh, like and those. that one girl almost like threw up on it. <laughs> it was like too fancy to spit it out. Yeah, um, that was but Andy, that just right? yeah, that just brought me yeah. back. I used to in college. I worked at a Chinese restaurant for a while, and uh, I really liked those. And I would like always try to steal them from the buffet when no one was looking. <laughs> Wait, we went to college together. Where? Yeah, where when was did the you restaurant? Work at a- uh, this was Ming Court. It opened in the uh, spring. The year after you left, oh. and uh, since I, I graduated a little early, I yeah. just was like, I should hang around and work at Ming Court Chinese restaurant. Really? Oh. It was it good? Uh, yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> I mean, I I'm not, other than sesame balls, I'm not that into Chinese food, but well, uh, this, and this oh, wasn't wow. a Chinese themed wedding; it was Asian themed. So there was sushi and kung pao chicken. Well, and... yeah, but China's in Asia, so yeah, yeah, but it was, was pan Asian. No argument here. In case. Casey didn't get that. Checks out. 
Samsung was also there. It just covered a lot of different corners of Asia. But yeah, wow. so my compliment, I guess, is that I like those. Wait, was there Russian food? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's technically. Amazing. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure there were. Yeah. Could, it could have been. That would be great, actually. Like like a. A sesame ball with like a proshki stuffed inside. No, that would not be great. You just put two good things in. No, like a Russian, like a Russian nestling dolls of Asian style. Okay, dumplings. you won me back. Good job. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Let's do some uh, hate about the show, not about uh, general wedding stuff, but let's talk about the show uh, some more in our anchor segment uh, today. We're just going to hate on other people's parades, is what we're going to do. We're going to yuck some people's yums. Because that's what the show mm. is all about. Uh, in any order, what's something that you uh, were not entirely tickled about the, by about the show? I would say, like the whole end piece where they're picking who gets the honeymoon takes like, too long. It takes too long, but that's because like there is not like a suspenseful moment in like any other show that like I am less interested in. <laughs> yeah, like. They're not complaining anymore. They're, like, excited about something completely irrelevant to me. Like, I don't get to see them go on the honeymoon. They're not going to send me a postcard. It's just, like, at that point, I, like, want to find out who gets it, kind of. But, like, mostly I don't give a shit. And they spend a very long time holding hands. Do you not like the reveal, though, where it's, like, whose husband is in the car? Isn't that a little bit interesting? I I didn't like it because I always figured out way too early. What? How? <laughs> the way they tapped their feet really gave away a lot, actually. What? You know, because like for the first one, like the uh, like it was like the oldest person was like that is definitely an old white man tapping his foot, uh-huh. and it was the oldest white man there. It was so clear. Interesting. All right, Sherlock. Good job. It's <laughs> impressive. Uh, I, I mean, it's, it's usually not hard to figure out because the scores were pretty consistent. Like, if someone is getting sevens, that's good enough. Yeah, and if somebody's getting all fives and fours, that's probably not good enough. Yeah, and it's... Ri- I mean, why do they even bother having it out of ten? It, sh- it should just be like, you know, this was between a, a C-plus and a B-minus yeah, in, in every single... five to seven. Game. That's your score range. Yeah, and four <laughs> is complete failure. It's like... Uh, it's also weird because, like, no one is getting, like, a nine for overall experience, but the food is a two, and the dress was a two, and the venue was a two. Like, it's yeah. a meta grade on purpose. Like, you get it includes all those things. Well, yeah. I mean, there's also this weird. Uh, so here's the thing that like is is weird about it is is there's the gamesmanship. Be- well, right. Yeah. So let's. Because I know you'd be into that with there me. There are Chris. people who are like, I did get the candy. Be I don't like candy, but I wanted Katie to think I had a good time. <laughs> and so that she wouldn't be meaner to mine. They also yeah, exactly. they also say so they instead of rate they do one to ten for overall experience and then first, second, third place with the other scores which are then translated into numbers 1 to 10, and then those are added up. And they say that they do that because they want to keep people from sandbagging other people's weddings. And it does in, not keep them in, from doing In no that. way does it stop them from doing that. No. If you it were to just take the one that was the most fun and give it the worst scores, that would help you. Yeah. Yeah. It just, Actually, I can't wait for The Prisoner's Dilemma to be replaced by, like, the four weddings <laughs> dilemma. The wedding guest's dilemma. <laughs> the bride's dilemma. Yeah, well, because, like... Yeah, it's it's because it's interesting, right? Like in theory, you probably could find a way to game the system as well. Like by like if you say rank like your instead of the top dress, you give that like maybe like second or third, I guess. Like I think you can probably find a way to move your numbers around so you have a better statistical chance. Yeah, so it's it's very simple. If the other two people are not sandbagging, then you just have to put the best score at the lowest, and then you guys have split the vote, and then yours as an average right. will, will win. But if everyone sandbags, exactly, then, yeah. then just like the loser goes. To the yeah, top. then the loser wins, which. Is, that means possibly the most expensive and meanest woman gets a free honeymoon. Some of these, yeah. they're like, we're not going on a honeymoon if we don't win. That's something that bothers me because they, they don't show you any idea of the time frame. So this could be like a month later, they make you put on the dress again and stand around in an empty hallway waiting for a limo to show up. That'll take you on a honeymoon at some point, but maybe now, but maybe not. Okay, they gave you half a glass of champagne each. <laughs> what, are, what more do you want, Alex? <laughs> That's true. Yeah, but they made you open it yourself so that every time there was a bride going, whoa. Yeah, I do want a super cut of that. <laughs> oh God, there was this part. I, I have a slightly inappropriate comment, but I'm, I'm shooting for it. Uh, the oh, one, my. the one where Sarah, the country girl in in Florida, who got married, the way she opens champagne is she shakes it up a little and then she pops the cork, holding it with both hands away from it. She's like, ah, it's gonna, it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Which I feel like that can only mirror how she is with her new husband, who is. 
like seven feet tall and very yeah, he's a big uh, dude. scary. I here's something Oof. that this is sort of a, a hate to some of them and a compliment to others. I like that after season two they discovered that the grooms existed. <laughs> I like that we actually got to meet the men in the later seasons because the first few seasons it's just like these women went to these other weddings with other women and they they almost blurred the guys out when they were kissing. That's how bad it seemed. Yeah. Well, it's not important because the, the it's all about the bride. She does all the work. It's her wedding. It's not his wedding. Weddings are not. This is a piece of advice we read when we were wedding planning. Weddings are not a surprise party for the groom, and that yeah is a it's well said. That's why I, uh, when we was look, when I was looking through the episodes, I saw that one that was like the groom's take on it, where they had like the four weddings from the groom's perspective. Wait, like did the grooms go to the other weddings? I think so. Oh, but we couldn't so get that one, but I was really intrigued by it. They like all had a good time and gave everybody high ratings and weren't mean about it at all. No, I bet it they were super sometimes. mean. I I think it's just weddings that bring that out in people, not um not women. Would be surprised if that was true. Not that not I don't <laughs> I'm just gonna stand by that until it's proven wrong. <laughs> uh any other any other quick hates? What else do you guys have for the show, not for the couples? Okay. Um, I didn't like that they had to like explain how the show worked every single show. Well, what if it's the first time you're watching? Yeah, it's, I mean, we, well, that's the that's the that's the nature of a hotel show is that they re explain it throughout the show because they don't expect you to watch the whole thing. Yeah, uh, is there any way to avoid this? Can you just have like maybe like a QR code in the bottom right hand corner that you scan if you want to know the instructions of watching the show? Well, then you have to fuck with QR codes, and that's never a recipe for success. Yeah, I mean, you could certainly put that on there, and then zero people will use it. How about just the crawl at the bottom? When was then, the last like, time you like, scanned a tells- QR code, Ezra? I see a point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think there, should, there could just be a little like fun tip in the upper right-hand corner. These people had to go to like other people's pop weddings. Like pop-up video. Yeah, oh, pop-up video would good. be great. I mean, it's not hard to figure out this, what's going on either. <laughs> the show's called Four Weddings. There are three brides at someone else's wedding. You'll catch on. Well, it is confusing because there's no Hugh Grant. <laughs> Or funeral. Is he your two guy? Oh yeah, he's, yeah. He just wants to take you to a funeral. Did you get yeah. though that like when you were looking at the shows, they do follow that um, title model? So it's always like four weddings dot 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 like and the Harlem Shake four weddings yeah. dot. So they definitely and run with that bus. joke. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I didn't get that at all. I wish there had been a little QR code that could have told me that joke. <laughs> hey, see, it's useful. <laughs> You're all I've ever wanted. You're watching TLC. Everybody wants an unforgettable funeral, but their ideas of perfect burials might leave other bereaved people saying, kill me now. So what if four corpses agreed to attend each other's big days and decide which is best? At stake is a burial in a surprise destination. Which of these coffins will step out of the hearse? Find out after four funerals. We walked into the church for Gerald's funeral, and honestly, it was a little bit cold. Yeah, the venue was beautiful, but it just wasn't very personal. I thought they did a really nice job with the flowers. <laughs> the corpses will rate each funeral on venue, food, clothing, and overall feeling. The food of the reception, it, it was fine. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't great. I don't really like buffet-style hors d'oeuvres. I prefer having a waiter bring them around to me. I thought they did a really nice job with the theme of We Miss Gerald. Did Gerald's traditional Catholic funeral bring out the guests to seventh heaven, or did it make them want to go straight to hell? Each corpse rated his final party from one to ten. I'm giving Gerald the funeral a seven. Uh, he was wearing a nice suit, and his family was very nice to me. I prefer more of a wake than a funeral. I'm giving Gerald a five out of ten. It felt very Gerald, you know. I mean, I had a great time. I'm, I mean, a bad time. I don't know. Mm, six. Thank you guys for coming. Will the corpses prefer Tina's Latin-inspired funeral? And who will enjoy an exotic luxury burial in a surprise location? Find out when Four Funerals returns. You're watching TLC, the cable channel without even a hint of a conscience. If you have a conscience, you can donate to become a meat buddy. It's the best way to support your favorite podcast. A small monthly donation helps keep this swamp buggy in the air. Read-weep.com slash meat buddies.
All right, so uh, let's do this for our, our final segment today. Let's play uh, a game. Colleen has a lot of opinions about weddings because of the show, or maybe separate from and correlated with the show. Just things I've learned from the show. From the show, mostly. So mm. we're going to find out Colleen's rules about weddings. Uh, so she has six of them. We could chime in with other things we learned from the show if we want. But Colleen, what's, what, are, what are some rules about weddings? Okay, first, there has to be a theme. Like, <laughs> even if that theme is just... Um, like a lot of desserts and the color purple, <laughs> there has to be a theme and like you have to stick with it. Which... Wait, are you saying this is like according to the show or this is what you think about weddings? Like there has to be a theme in a wedding. Um, they're one and the same now. My opinion has been. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. Why would you try to. It's not because you're trying to game no. the, the show. That would just be if you want to have a good wedding. Yeah. If you yeah, want a good wedding. I didn't so, like which, the ethnic uh, choices, uh, the the cultural appropriation ones we mentioned, but I did really enjoy the uh, swamp wedding theme. <laughs> I thought that was a delight. They had yeah 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 they okay Chris they're driving away in a monster truck and instead of pulling cans which wouldn't be very impressive they dragged a bunch of kegs tied to the back of the monster truck. That was pretty funny. I mean, that's fine, but when the groom gets out of a swamp buggy and he's getting married in jeans and a camo hunting shirt, uh, I don't know. It's well, it's just not for me. The shirt I think in, I'm though. giving Normally it a four out of you would ten. have that dangling. This <laughs> <laughs> is fancy day. I like that the girl thought she was being all like redneck by having some form of mason jar glass. Right. But yeah, I was like, do you yeah. know anything about weddings right now? Have you not been to Pinterest? I mean, case in point, yeah. here's my. Uh... Oh wow! Yeah. Mason uh, for, jar, for at home. wedding souvenir. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the wedding souvenir? Is to- of course. Yeah, we Where else do you get mason so jars with handles on the them? End. Although I do recall I was not allowed to take a you mason jar from Alex's wedding. <laughs> That's all you wanted in the world was to take one of our mason jars. I had to just enjoy it on site. <laughs> That's all I've ever wanted. <laughs> But to, to that, that's how common mason jars are at weddings, that it would, took us no time to find a company that would rent us mason jars for the day. Okay, but it was cool, though. She, like, glued, um, like, little, like, candelabra bases onto the bottom of the mason jars, and yep. it made it a lot fancier. I would guess that the cost of a mason jar plus the cost of a candelabra plus the cost of the glue and the time probably would have been cheaper just to buy wedding glasses or, like, wine glasses. Well, I mean, you're talking about the cost of time. If if you have time but not money, well, you can do stuff like that. Yeah, but even still, look okay, at then just the cost of the Cambrelabber base, the the glue, and the mason jar. Mason, jar, the thing about mason jars. Here's why mason jars are such a lie. They're not cheaper than cups. Uh, and you don't have a lot of, like, they made sense when you had a lot of them lying around because you've been canning so you wouldn't starve during the winter, but you haven't been. Yep. And so right now, you're just using them as a cup, and the rim... I beg your pardon, sir. I have been canning all winter. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to go buy mason jars for the purpose of using them as cups, and they make really terrible cups because the li- lip is uncomfortable on your lip. They're poorly designed cups. Just, just, just buy do, cups, you guys. I, buy cups. I do like the idea of, like, me having to like, use the only mason jars I already have in the house because it's basically just like the like the two gallon ones for granola. That's yeah. all I use. <laughs> the, if, like, if there's one thing you take away from our show and 273 episodes, it's just buy cups. That's all I want you guys to think about. <laughs> this is our our message. This whole time has been just buy cups. Okay, so Colleen, you love a theme. Love a theme. Wedding rule number two. Yeah, some of these um, rules are actually theme themed. So uh, continue okay. with that well, great. theme. Great, following your own rule. <laughs> yeah. I think we've touched on this, but second rule is, uh, on top of there having to be a theme, I should understand it. Like, don't be a black girl with an Asian-themed wedding. Oh. Like, because my mind probably won't process that. And if you are going to have, like, a confusing theme, it should still be, like, really cool and romantic. Like, if you, again, are a black girl and having a Native American-themed wedding... Yeah. Don't carry a bouquet instead of, or don't don't carry a feather as a bouquet because that's not romantic or cool. I, so I should understand I mean, I your would, theme and enjoy it immensely. I, I guess I would just maybe add to this: if you are going to have maybe some like uh, I guess uh, mashup of cultures that would somehow confuse Colleen, just give us a QR code maybe at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, of that's the wedding, right. Or maybe some announcer. Yeah, it's a Native American wedding, but she's wearing a traditional American wedding dress, and later there's sumo dancing at the reception. Right, his <laughs> yeah, family's entirely just, Japanese. Just, just lay it out for me. It's like it's just 
you know, so the so the guests will not be confused, uh, you know, or like so, so guests will not like like uh, I guess lowly like vote down the numbers, right? Uh, yeah, so they won't sandbag your wedding. I yeah, here's exactly. the thing about themes like that. I don't want to like I don't want to tell people what they can and can't do because of their race. What I like is a wedding that is connected to the people i like it to be personal and yes. so when both people are like since this is a culture that neither of us have we thought it would be like neutral i don't want a neutral wedding tell us about you guys like i liked the, yeah. i really oh, i love the wedding the traditional catholic and traditional jewish wedding together where the rabbi and the priest seemed like they'd been hanging out and having a good time <laughs> oh yeah i think they walked into a bar yeah, together but they did <laughs> <laughs> it was so delightful like here like the the priest tried to do some yiddish it was so cute uh I, like, do a mash-em-up wedding. Do a wedding where it's, like, about both of you at the same time. Don't do a wedding that is intentionally about neither of you. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, rule number three is no matter what theme you go with, uh, if it's not totally obvious and consistent throughout, you have failed your wedding. <laughs> <laughs> like, if it is an Asian-themed wedding and, like, my napkin does not have Asian designs on it this is a shit wedding and i'm leaving it is not if it's not monogrammed with what appears to be lower back tattoos (laughs) uh can we say now that the that the i guess having the waiters in i assume basically yellow face maybe super oh man it was so like yeah all of this i feel like our comments might be making you uncomfortable and we're only paying it forward what the show did to us (laughs) <laughs> it, it made me really uncomfortable all the time. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I don't even like saying that word, yellow face. Well, I don't man. either. I, I, yeah, they were... This whole yeah, thing... Yeah, they were just... It was just a catering a company, mess. but they were like, can you pretend to be Asian for us? And they did. Yeah. Ugh. They were sticking with a theme. Yeah. Yeah, right, they didn't, they didn't <laughs> they want to fail their theme. wedding. Yeah. I mean, the on theme, I guess, maybe, maybe the theme was, like, you know, confront your racist notions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or the meta meta theme was we need to have a serious talk about race in America. <laughs> I don't know why. And, well, and it has got you, us going, so good job. Colleen, why can't your wedding be these two people love each other and are you like taking some traditional wedding elements and making them their own? Why can't that be a theme enough? Okay, Alex, that's like that's like saying, Hey, let's make this dish, it's called food. That's like that's not that's not that's 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 the, well, that's table stakes. Or maybe your theme is classic American. That's basically the same. <laughs> okay, yeah, but Colleen, what are you on this? How many weddings have you been to where people walk away and they're like, "That was a beautiful wedding. I loved all of it and have nothing to complain about." I've never been to such a wedding. That would be the terrible wedding because <laughs> people go to weddings because they want to complain about stuff. <laughs> so the if you give your guests nothing actually, to complain about, that's kind of a great insight, actually, like Colleen. Really just, how did you guys feel about the yeah. uh, Halloween wedding? Because I was, I'm curious. I honestly, I wanted them to stick to the theme yeah. more. I wanted the food to be spookier. <laughs> I could have used spookier, but at the same time, I think Halloween weddings are bunk. So I, I was not a fan. Yeah, bunk. You yeah, say I'm say fine that. with any wedding that centers around dessert and candy. But their candy bar, like trick or treat thing, they had like Smarties what is and a candy rolls. bar? I mean, this is the bad trick or treat wedding. This is terrible. Yeah, two yeah, of them had no, a candy no, buffet. Candy. I don't know why you guys are hating on it. I didn't mind it as like a favor. You had to go like. What I didn't like is that there were a lot of because like, it was shitty candy. Candy, and then you had a bag, so you had to like pour your gumdrops on top of your jelly bellies, and you just had a mix a mishmash of candy in that bag. Haven't you ever been to, like, the sweet factory where you do that, and then it gets all the, like, candy residue from the one candy over the others, and it makes all the candy better? Or not. Yeah, basically, well, everything becomes Sour Patch Kids. (laughs) (laughs) Colleen, what's rule number four? Uh, Rule number four is if you are celibate before the wedding, make sure you tell everybody so that everyone around you can make obnoxious comments about what will be happening later tonight to you for the entire wedding. This is one of my biggest pet peeves about weddings. I have a bunch, but this is one of the biggest ones, which is where, like, adults are like, yesterday we could not talk about you as if you guys had had the existence of sex, and then today we're just going to always talk about your sex lives because you're married and we're, like, weird old people, and so that's what we can do now. <laughs> it's yep. weird. Yeah, it's, it's not great. It, like, like, you just cross the line and then they, they wave the green flag and then all of the old people run in and are like, hey, you're going to have fun tonight. Okay, so which way do you want to take this? Because there's two ways to fix it, Alex. I guess old people always talk about sex or old people never talk about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like anytime like, an old person sees a team, like, hey, you're whacking it, right? And it's like, that's, that's the standard. Yeah, I think one person. thing that could we... make this show better, it's unsolicited sex tips from the 1940s. <laughs> 
I agree with Chris. I say, we, I say we go the whole way. They can say it whatever they want because they'll get it out of their system. They'll, they'll, they'll run out by yeah, the time they're that's 50. That's great TV is what that is. Um, Chris, I want unsolicited sex tips from the 2040s. Ooh. Oh. Your hover grav, anti-grav hover mats run out of batteries, so don't take too long if you, wanna have, if you don't want to have to hold up your weight. Yeah. Wow, actually, is that the future? Yeah, isn't that great? The idea that someone can be on top and not have to support their own torso? <laughs> it would be delightful. My shitty torso, I'm so tired of pulling this dead weight around. It's hard. It's like you're in the girly push-up position. It's like the uh, president's physical fitness test. It's really difficult. <laughs> that will be now the new president's fitness <laughs> Yeah, just, you have to just be up like that for like three to seven minutes, depending on whether or not it's her birthday. <laughs> I I have to unhear this somehow. <laughs> Wait, actually, no, not yet. Which one is for her birthday? <laughs> nope, I don't need to know. I don't want to know. I just want to point out that Megan is on the couch behind me, and she's been making a really un- unappealing face this whole time. She's not stoked about this this bit. Oh, uh, this might get cut. Uh, it's never getting cut. You don't even help anymore. <laughs> Uh, Listeners, if you think jokes have gotten in that shouldn't have gotten in, it's not my fault. Colleen, rule number five. Oh, don't serve cheese and crackers. That yeah, is that for a house party. Lesson. <laughs> yeah, not a wedding. And for that matter, in no way should your wedding feel like a party at all. Yeah, that was such a, a common complaint. It felt like, you know, it was just like having a great time at a friend's house. Yeah, maybe <laughs> shut up about that. <laughs> what a What a terrible thing for you to have to do today. Yeah. On four I, weddings, and all the anti-brides are like, you know, I just don't want it to feel like a wedding, you know? Like I just want it to be, like, more like a party, like a fun time. And then every single one of those, even one that won, everyone was like, oh, I wish this felt more like a wedding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> actually, that was such an interesting thing, because, like, she's like, oh, I hate cheese and crackers, and just, like, filled up her plate with cheese and crackers. Right, yeah. Because like, everyone loves cheese and crackers. Yeah, right? Because even if you say you hate it, like, your mouth knows you love it. They also complained about having too much food at that one wedding, and then all voted the food the best. I think that's one of those things they just wanted to find something to complain about, but no one is really upset that there's too many bonus courses. Per Um, Colleen, people go to complain. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait, Colleen, here's a question. What if your cheese is in cracker form, like Cheez-Its? Oh, and then your crackers have... That's even worse. I'm afraid that would feel even more like a party, but like a party for like eight-year-olds. But what if if you had Cheez-Its and chicken and a biscuit? Do you have a whole sandwich, Ezra? Does that sit in one hand and eat clean? No, mainly because um, like uh, chicken and biscuit like like has like dust residue everywhere. It does not eat clean. Oh, that's it's like, like sour patch kids of, of 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 crackers. Colleen, number six. What is Colleen's sixth rule about weddings? Okay, most important rule is that remember every single component of your wedding should be completely personal and original. You can't just have like a beautiful ornate expensive autumn centerpiece right. that could just that be at any autumn wedding. Pretty. Yeah, it needs yeah. to have like life-size cutouts of your face sticking out of it so that people know it's for you. <laughs> I do like a personal wedding, though. I have been to weddings recently that were just, like, more traditional weddings, and it's just part of the fun for me is feeling like this is what you guys are about. Yeah, I want to like, have, like, a meal that's basically, like, inside, like, your high school scrapbook. <laughs> <laughs> well, but okay. I also don't want to hear too much about you, as we discussed earlier in the vows, where it's like, <laughs> they met when he was naked and she walked into the bathroom. Like, yeah, we don't yeah. Wait, wait, no, but no, no. Also, pause for a second. We... Pause for a second. Yeah. How did that happen, Alex? Dorm room. He was showering. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Now are you back on board? <laughs> yeah. No, that's fine. I was just like, well, what's the kind of situation where like you're because you're not naked for all bathroom situations, right? Like, you don't have to. <laughs> he was changing clothes, clothes before going to a football game. Oh. Was it? Was the door locked? No, he left it open on purpose to meet people. And it worked. It totally worked. Would you now, this generally? Getting married. And now he's marrying guys, a woman half his age. Didn't we start this conversation about, you know, personalization is just more money means more places to put your initials or more places to put your face? That's true. So now you're saying that what, what you really like is the ones where it's really personal. So therefore, you like the really expensive weddings. I would like to say that your initials on something is not personal. Although it's technically personalized, I think that there's yeah. a different... It's actually about uh, you doing something creative, and that's why the the poor weddings tend to help. Although the five thousand dollar wedding got very poor scores. Yeah. Well, that's because they hired like kids as the caterers. Yeah, when college kids are serving meatballs out of trays. Yeah. No offense to Colleen, because I'm sure she served the hell out of those sesame balls. (laughs) 
I, I did, stood near the buffet with like the utmost skill. Colleen, what did you <laughs> what did you think of the community college wedding? Did that fit your any of your rules? Um, I'm not sure what the, the I think the theme was getting people to do stuff free for free, right. and uh, good, she stuck with that. Smart theme. <laughs> To a T. and have a nice time. Although, yeah, they just ran out of food was her big crime. Yeah, that was dumb. I would complain about that for sure. Yeah, me but too. I did like the people kind of like snapping their fingers and swaying all in time to their walk down the into yep. the reception. I, I do like synchronized swaying whenever I can get it. There were kind of yeah. long lines. This is the other thing about the show is it made me feel bad a lot because there were kind of long lines for food at our wedding. And I, so I felt guilty when they were complaining oh, mad about that. I, I guess I what's weird is that uh, so Alex is clearly making this show entirely about how he feels about his wedding, yeah. which is good. Personalize it, right? <laughs> which, which is good to personalize <laughs> it. As, it. Did you do as? Did you do the same thing? Because I'm seriously now considering a yacht and fireworks wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I would go um, to that. Actually, I, well, so here's the thing. I was like, I was going through. I was like, you know what? I think our wedding was perfect. I should have gotten all tens. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I did have a question, Chris. Have you and Tanya applied to be on the show yet? Your application in? <laughs> no, we have not. I mean, they. No. I, I you better get on that. There's probably it. some kind of timeline that you should stick to. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that we're the the reality TV. Type. Oh, I think you would be great at it. <laughs> I mean, we'd be great at going to other people's weddings and judging that. Yeah, yeah, that well, would be the best. And that's seventy-five percent of the show. Chris. Yeah, right. You, you may say you don't think you're cut out for this, but your snarky voice says otherwise. <laughs> I think he's just upset that it would probably mostly be Tanya that got to do all of it. Right, yeah. You, yeah, you wouldn't be on do... the show, but she would be yeah, great Oh, I wouldn't. It. Yeah, I wouldn't go. I'd just be uh, growing a ponytail and screwing a board into another board. <laughs> and then getting oh, out of a limo later when you win. Yeah, no, I wouldn't, but I wouldn't recognize you by your socks when you're tapping your, your, your toes <laughs> in a very, like, crisp way. So, uh, guys, do we have any... I mean, obviously, this is not about us. It's just about the women. But do we have any other rules for weddings? Uh, I'll start with one, because you mentioned a second ago, is that uh, although it seems delightful, uh, do not have your reception on a boat. And I've been to a lot of boat parties. uh, not bragging, but they're... It seems like a great idea. It seems like a great idea, but no one can leave if they're not having a good time. So what you're really yeah, having is a party with prisoners. Oh, that's actually that's true, right? Because like I felt like I did that. Uh, like it was like an eighth grade like graduation party. Yep, that everyone had to be on, and like I just kept on trying to find like a like a corner to hang out in. But like basically, there's no corners if it's like you're just walking around the perimeter of a boat. It's a yacht. Yeah, yeah. I've actually, I've, yeah, I've done like. I've been hired to perform on multiple yacht parties more than I've been invited to them. Uh, and so <laughs> I was invited uh, as a worker. I was invited to be paid. It was great. Um, I've gone to some part. Anyway, my point is that I've watched a lot of people who are like, just as soon as the boat docks, they sprint away because everyone wanted to leave hours ago and it has a set. Yeah. Time. Yeah. What if you have a thing later? You can't just yeah. like make a Irish goodbye and like, you can't make an appearance. Yeah. I think that's yeah. smart, though. What if you're bad at hosting parties and your guests always leave, and then you're just stuck there by yourself? I think they're giving you uh, important feedback by leaving, and if you just keep them there, you'll never learn. Um, Here's my other thing about weddings. I do like fireworks, though. That was nice. I never thought of that. That was a good show. That's a way to, a good use of your money. Mm-hmm. I like the firework party. To, yeah, to, to, to have someone else do fireworks and you get to see them for free? Yeah, that would be ideal. <laughs> but but, no, yeah, one, probably mine. fireworks for real, like... Oh, the Hicks had a cannon, though, not cannons. Yes, fireworks, no cannons. You know what? I'm going to ask you to find a different word besides Hick. Okay. Swamp people. I'll allow it. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was a wedding made entirely of swamp things. <laughs> <laughs> I swamp thing do. They, so they had a can- Oh, also bad news. So no cannons and no air horns. That was also... They really yeah, hate DJs just playing the uh, the air horn sound whenever anything was going to happen. Bow, bow, bow. Nobody liked that. Yeah, I, actually, I do have a, a pretty strong rule. Yeah, um, you don't have enough hors d'oeuvres and you don't have enough people passing them out. Yeah, like like no matter how many you think is enough, that wasn't enough. You need more. Yeah, that's true. Is that a rule or just like a? I guess maybe it's an ad- admonition or something. It's, <laughs> it's like it's like me. Like I'm chastising you now. <laughs> Here's here's my other biggest wedding pet peeve is do not say that you married your best friend. Oh, yeah. Don't say that yeah. because because boyfriend is a higher rank than best friend, and so or an entirely different category, really. 
Well, I think it's I think it's on the same spectrum. I think it goes boyfriend, best friend, normal friend, friends with benefits, Facebook friend, uh, fox and friends. I think it's that. <laughs> it's that. I married my fox and friends. <laughs> friends. I married. Uh, That's the friends, best I could the do. DVD box. <laughs> can we can we rename our show Fox and Friends and have it be about me and you guys? Oh, that's kind of fun. <laughs> Might be yeah. taken. Um, we could get foxandfriends.ninja. <laughs> I I whenever somebody says that, what they really mean is because it, it, maybe it is a separate category, Chris. But I think what they're really saying is I married my only friend. Oh no! Because otherwise, you're really insulting your best friend, and so other, it seems like a really bad yeah. thing to say at a wedding. This is the only person who's nice to me. Thanks for coming. Yeah, I think that a partner is a different type of relationship totally. than, a, than a friend, and I think it's a different category. And if you're saying you're marrying a best friend, you're wrong. Yeah, I think it's just braggy. They're like, look, I marry this person that I have sex with and that I love. And also, they're my best friend. I just have everything. Also, they're my pet. And also, they, they're my <laughs> personal butler. And it's like, no, they're just your husband now. Like, yeah, let you, it go. They can't have I, all I those like jobs. Say, I married royalty from a warring nation or a broker, like a tenuous peace treaty. Well, sure. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I married yeah. the owner of seven sheep. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or the owner of seven or 11, 7 11s, depending on who you ask. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm gonna marry the night. I won't give up on my life. I'm a warrior queen, live passionately tonight. All right, let's do the second half of our compliment sandwich because we're, oh, oh, we're running behind. Right. we got to get going. Yeah. Uh, second half, compliment sandwich, reverse order. Colleen, you're up first. What's your minor compliment? Oh, my minor compliment is um, this is my favorite show ever. <laughs> <laughs> why is that? Compliment? Yeah, say one more thing you haven't said yet about why it's your favorite show ever. <laughs> um, why is my favorite show ever? That's a good question. Are you I saying that it's the only this. show you have? Because that is not a compliment. <laughs> this is the only I, show I ever. watched my best show. <laughs> yep. This show is my everything and the only person I'll ever hang out with again. <laughs> uh, no, this is my favorite um, bridal show. Because I've been watching a lot of Say Yes to the Dress, and I get tired of that very quickly, but I never get tired of women complaining about weddings. There's a lot more ins and outs to this than... Say Yes to the Dress is pretty simple. This has got more plot deviations, I think. I mean, and, like, the pacing's pretty brisk, honestly, guys. Like, it's a pretty solid formula. Yeah, so I guess my compliment is, like, I love the in-depth, well-thought-out plot and... (laughs) uh, crazy twists and nuances of this show. All right, Chris, your minor compliment. My minor compliment is that I learned from this show that if you spend a lot of money, you can get married at a castle, which is pretty badass. (laughs) Even if it's just a Pennsylvania castle and not a great one. Right, that's right. But if you spend even more money, you could probably get married at, like, a castle. Yeah, yeah, that would be pretty fun. Because no one uses castles for anything else now. Yeah, they're probably mostly wedding venues. Well, the dragons are all dead, so what are you going to do? Yeah, all right, my minor compliment compliment is uh, I I like a person who stays on brand. Uh, even after the wedding is over, uh, like Candy Girl, uh, when she won, was like, this is going to be the sweetest honeymoon ever. Because she just can't stop talking about candy. She's stuck, She's stuck with, with her the candy theme. brand. They go on runs so that they can earn themselves extra desserts. Yeah. Yeah. These are these people. Yeah. yeah. Also, she's really skinny, which is probably very frustrating. <laughs> uh, Ezra, that leaves you. Minor compliment. Um, I actually really liked... Uh... So it was in the last episode we watched, uh, Annie had like two of my favorite quotes, I think. Um, one of them was, uh, she's like at the, at the sort of, uh, swamp people. The swamp thing, wedding. yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, she said, yeah, I swamp thing I do. Medi- I swamp thing do. Uh, he's like, yeah, I ate the medicine. Wasn't the best decision I've ever made? No. <laughs> <laughs> she was. She hated on everybody's everything. She, she was the, the the complainiest. I do hate when people do that sort of where they interview themselves as a way of talking. Just say it was not a great decision. Don't ask yourself yeah, if the, it was a great decision so that you can answer that the, question. The question talker. Yeah, question yeah. talk. Yeah, I, I like to think of self interviews. I don't like it. Stop it. I I thought she was great because she also had like um just kind of like like kind of stunned look when she saw like how the wedding was playing out. She was like. I think I've met my exact opposite. It's always a cool like realization when you have that. You're like, oh wow, this is like, this is like, yeah. this is because she didn't. It didn't seem like she was like super like hateful towards uh, towards Sarah. Uh, it was more like just like, wow, this is a very. I don't even know what it had to do with this situation. Yeah, I love when exact opposites meet because they like can't hate each other because there's some begrudging respect for how complete opposite they are. 
Yeah. Like, we had a new Cabela's open up here, the, like, hunting fishing store, and people oh, sure. camped out overnight to go to the Cabela's, and it was the same night the iPhone 6 came out, so there were iPhone 6 people <laughs> camped out at the Apple store just down the street, and it was, like, two groups of people who have zero things in common, except right now when they are doing exactly the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of great. It's like, you... You basically, you're so different that you've kind of gone back around. Exactly. It's, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're I, 360. Think, I think I'd be fascinated by finding my opposite. Yeah. You know, there'd be like, a, you just can't look away. Yeah. Ooh, guys, guys, really quick. What what are your opposites like? My opposite married his best friend. <laughs> my opposite is, actually, a celibate rapper is probably close to my opposite. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, you do kind of rap a little wait, bit. Wait, yeah, because you, you can do neither of those things, rap or stop having sex. <laughs> it's impossible. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> Both, but, I mean, you guess which one. Um, I Actually, the, uh, also the, uh, the, that hunting guy, the swamp thing guy, he was like the monster truck swamp buggy, shot his own venison, wearing uh-huh. jeans to his wet. Like, he's pretty close to my exact opposite. I, yeah, but he does love to party down. Can you imagine so trying you. to explain to that guy what a podcast is? Yeah, that would be confusing. There'd be a lot of steps between that. That'd be so weird. I, I hope, like, uh, like sort of like ghostly Tim Robbins, the ponytail was my exact opposite. Ooh, I hope so too. Although I actually fear that he is not. I fear that. He I, know, would I also do. Well. That's the big fear. But your exact opposite is that he's not actually your exact opposite. <laughs> well, I loved the swamp people. I thought they were delightful. But I can't yeah. imagine they would like me. I think they probably would hate me. I think you could if you. I think you'd get into it, man. I feel. Like, I feel. I think maybe they would. If I went you. to their wedding and I was like, "No, I'm a vegetarian. I don't think you should fish, and I don't drink." But I like the canon. I guess we'd have that in common. Yeah. I, I think they were very non-judgmental. Like that girl prefaced everything with like, "I'm just a simple country girl, so I yeah. don't really know how to describe this dress." Yeah, so she, she would just be like, "I'm just was, a simple." She's super nice. Yeah, she's like, I, "I don't, I don't understand not eating meat or not having a cannon blast in your ear every five minutes." But, <laughs> but that's just because I'm a simple country. Oh girl. man, what if the DJ from that for that uh, the Airhorn wedding met the ca- guy who was firing the cannon, and they had like a little conversation where it was just. <laughs> What if? Oh, what if it was, he got the cannon bigger and like he fired the DJ out of it and like the DJ was like bow, bow, he's bow, flying bow. air horn. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> uh, all right, you guys, that is it for our, uh, that is it for four weddings. That is all twelve of the weddings. We covered them all. The Dirty Dozen. Uh, next week... Sorry, sorry we couldn't get to Four Weddings this week. Next week we'll do Four Weddings. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is the long-promised Four Weddings. I forgot we had been teasing this forever. This is this year's model land. Yeah. I, uh, I'm i glad we got to do it. It was super fun. Uh, thanks for picking it, Colleen. Yeah. Yep. Anytime uh, you want to do a podcast about Four Weddings, <laughs> I will participate. <laughs> next week we're taking it. We're doing a pretty sh- a strong shift. Next week we're talking about Angels in America, the miniseries. We're going two weeks, Alex. No, oh, the, no, 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 but it is next week. It is next week because this oh, is two weeks. Of, yeah, oh, shit. Sorry. Okay. Yep. So ha- happy uh, holiday last week, guys. Anyway, uh, so this is, we're gonna go. We're gonna wrap up our last couple sponsorships. This one is from Sean from Arizona, who says, "Quote: I've been listening back through your archives and have seen your sad dislike for both magical realism." and witty banter so i realized that you had to watch this it's really really good so a lot of pressure i might not like it and now i'm gonna have to feel like a jerk but yeah right it's, it's basically because you don't right you don't like Sor- sorkin no right? i can't stand like, sorkin yeah Ugh, this isn't a sorkin he didn't is he didn't do this but but oh, okay, yeah good. i mean i imagine witty banter that's that's your check mark for not liking witty banter no i like witty banter i just don't like sorkin's witty banter because every single character is the same character with the same oh, yeah. level of wit for everything he's ever written. How did you feel about Gilmore Girls' witty banter? Oh, I didn't like that either. It was the same uh, thing. It was like there's no... If everyone talks the same way, like the author is clever... Like, I like when there are clever people and also doofuses. I like when there's a... So, wait, so you like one witty banter and one jackass idiot. Well, no. I like mean, you, I like... I like Because ob- that's not banter. That's like like witty. I like when, witty I like when characters seem different from each other. Oh... Uh, Nuance, huh? Yeah, nuance. That's what I like. <laughs> nuance. Huh? You like your shows to be more like four weddings. Uh, I like I like things, and I actually don't hate magical realism. I just haven't liked the ones that we have read, and I'm suspicious of it in other cases. So I'm I'm willing to like it. 
<laughs> if man, if that was someone who was saying that about like a race of people, that person would be super racist. Right, and I'm not. It's a genre of book. I'm fine. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying, like, like you would not there say, like, oh yeah, that person said it about a race genre. of people. No, but I'm just saying. It's just the thing. Is like, yeah, it's not that I don't like this. It's that I've never liked it when I've encountered it, and I'm very suspicious about it all the time in future encounters. Yeah, but if you said I, this race of people, I only like if they're clean and I can eat them out of my hand. That also sounds racist. Are you talking about shrimp? No, the sandwiches from earlier. What you said about sandwiches. Oh, <laughs> a lot of things sound racist if you make it about a race. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! This part's getting cut. <laughs> yeah. Probably not. I'm in charge now, and I don't cut much. It's too hard. <laughs> I, I would also say, I, it's, this is odd, but I don't like Sorkin, but I do like Mammoth, which has exactly the same problem as Sorkin, but for some reason no, 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 I enjoy no. it from him. Mammoth swears. What? Mammoth swears. Well, that's true. He does swear, because he's not on TV. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I like it, but for some reason. And all of his characters are the same level of witty. It's the same problem. But anyway, uh, so we'll see Sean from Arizona. We'll, we'll see. Uh, so Angels in America next week uh, thanks for sponsoring uh, read-weep.com sign up for the mailing list for more sponsorships coming soon to an email list near you and thanks for being here as always at Ezra Fox and at the at uh, C. Walter Smith oh yeah uh-huh uh-huh <laughs> Chris good luck on your application to four weddings in the next season thank you we are going to be planning a, a wedding that meets all of Colleen's rules including like mercilessly pursuing a theme all the way to the ground. <laughs> What's the theme going to be? Like, snap decision. You have five seconds to pick it. Baseball. Or- <laughs> <laughs> I had a baseball-themed birthday party as a kid. <laughs> That's right. Expect me to get married in stretch pants and those sock gaiters. Oh, yeah, and, the stirrups. Uh, That's great. Your, your cake yeah. will look like a baseball, and you have fun outdoor activities like playing baseball. Yep. And you know what? My wedding, it will be bat day. Everyone will get miniature souvenir bats. Oh, man. Only, no, only the first 50 guests. Yeah, only the first 50. <laughs> only the first 50 guests will get bats. <laughs> and they'll be, like, sponsored yep. by AT&T, so they'll be burned into the side of the bat. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And I won't have a wedding party. I'll have a bullpen of people who are willing to replace me <laughs> if I start failing. Oh, I like this so much. Oh, I like you having a base coach when you go in for the kiss that's like, go down, yeah. slide, slide. <laughs> no, we're Head first. Hold up. Oh, and your wedding efficient can be dressed as an umpire. Yeah, with the yeah. mask and the shield and everything. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you good. Perfect. I'm glad you made a great decision in five seconds. <laughs> I know, I'm going to win. You are actually going to get on the show five now. Five seconds aside, everything now. What'll happen is the person before you will be like, our wedding is going to be themed like uh, indoors because we just hate sports, especially baseball. Smash cut to Chris. <laughs> baseball! <laughs> our theme is baseball. Yep. Everything's baseball. If that happens, you'll hear about it on future episodes of Read It and Weep. Uh, <laughs> of course. Thank you all for joining us. We'll be back again later. Oh, and thank you, Colleen. I, I said it before. For Thanks for picking this, and thank you for being here. It's always great to talk <laughs> to you. Thanks, Colleen. Colleen. This was really fun. As always. Well, it's fun, too, because we, we said you deserve a guilty pleasure because we made you watch some really bad reality TV before. What would you like to watch? <laughs> Yeah, those are all pretty much guilty pleasures of yours as well, though, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, you let me watch Hoarders. Yes. You made uh, me watch Twilight and Alice in Wonderland, and oh, um, Atlas Shrugged. Oh right, that was pretty bad. <laughs> oh, wow. I think yeah, I've earned a couple of guilty pleasures. You have. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Have. Come back soon. Well, thank you. Yeah, come back soon. All right, we'll talk everybody next week. Goodbye. Psh.